0: Welcome to the Rising Stars podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Moriarty, and today we have on the podcast Brenda McCurry from Scansource. She is the VP of Supplier Services. Hi, Brenda. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, can you kick us off by telling us about your background in the industry and what you do at Scansource?
1: Sure. Um, I've been in the IT distribution industry since 1984, so my whole career. Mm -hmm. Um, I have spent working with uh, two-tier distribution and reseller partners. And so it's been great. Um, At ScanSource, I am VP of Supplier Services. So I'm responsible for the relationships with our suppliers. Mm -hmm. And we work closely around go-to-market strategy, supply chain, making sure that we have strong relationships with their teams in order to to guide um, growth in, in our industry and in our business.
0: Awesome. You said that keyword supply chain, which we will get into a bit later. But first, tell me about how ScanSource got its start in the point of sale and retail technology world.
1: Sure. Um, ScanSource got started in 1992. And um, a a few of the leaders that um, had been in an IT distributor had watched the auto ID uh, marketplace on the barcode side Mm -hmm. and saw the need for two-tier distribution. And uh, mainly, it's to help the resellers get the product faster and take costs out of the supply chain. And so um, quickly, these uh, two leaders, Steve Owens and Mike Bauer, started ScanSource. And they realized very early on that um, the auto ID market is intertwined with the point of sale market very closely. And mm-hmm. a lot of the suppliers had uh, products that played into retail, hospitality and grocery as well as in distribution and manufacturing. And so we bought a company called Alpha Data um, mm-hmm. in 1983. And um, so that led us into the um, retail space. And so it took off from there. Um, it is a big portion of our business today. And uh, we continue to put a lot of focus on the retail
0: hospitality and grocery industry. That's great. So you mentioned that in your role, you work with all of the suppliers. So um, you know vendors like Star that are, um, you know, selling you guys the product to then sell to your customers. And you guys um, mostly work with resellers and technology partners as your customers. And then a couple of years ago, you acquired POS Portal. Um, so tell me more about how you work with those customers in the channel.
1: Sure. So we have a sales team that's dedicated to um, our partners, and we work with all types of partners, right? So it could be the enterprise uh, resellers, it could be the SB, the small partners, um, and anywhere in between. And so we try to understand their business. We really want to get to know them and their end user and understand what their challenges are, what their what their products and solutions are trying to solve at the end user level. And then we can build out programs and services to help support them behind the scenes. And so we want to be able to offer them, um, you know, cell support, configuration support, uh, making sure that we have the product at the right time on our shelf is really key. Mm-hmm. Um, to supporting the partner. And we also can do um, the technical services for them as well. So we can be an arm behind the scenes to help them focus on growing their business.
0: Yeah. So you've already alluded to it a couple times, um, but in your role, I'm sure you are really in, in the thick of the conversation around the supply chain issues and component shortages and everything that's happening in the world that is making it difficult to have that product on the shelf and obtain it in a reasonable lead time. So for anyone that might be unfamiliar um, with what's happening, can you explain um, what's going on in our industry around the supply chain um, issues and shortages?
1: Sure. Um, It really takes us back to um, January of 2020, right? When um, it started... um, Hear, we started hearing in the news about COVID mm-hmm. and it was a really um, international, right? And so we started seeing a lot of the manufacturing facilities closed and it meant the suppliers could not get components in order to build their products and supply their products to the U.S. partners. Mm-hmm. So we started seeing that slow down. And then as the um, world started to close down, right, it even became harder to get product into the U.S. Um, It has to do with uh, getting it through the ports. You know, maybe it was getting it into um, the Seattle port or the L.A. port, but then there wasn't workers in order to get the product off of the cargo ships. And so Mm -hmm. that slowed everything down. Um, And we saw that happen throughout 2020. Then the economy started to open back up here in, in North America. Demand is higher than it's ever been mm-hmm. uh, but um, you know distribution centers still struggled with their employees getting COVID and they would have to shut down and so it just started slowing down the delivery of goods. Um, to, today um, it really is there's some um, shortages around chipsets and um, products that make up uh, point-of-sale you know, whether it be a, a porn cell terminal or a tablet or a printer, there's components that you just can't get your hands a hold of. Mm-hmm. And so it has it has uh, created a, um, a shortage of product and in the marketplace. And so now with the demand higher than ever, uh, it really is a struggle for sometimes
0: uh, end users to get the products that they need. Absolutely. So I think You know, the the supply chain and the component shortages, we can feel it really closely as, you know, start being a manufacturer and ScanSource being a distributor. Um, And I'm sure you have felt some frustration from the VARs and technology partners trying to fulfill those needs for their end users. So, you know, what do you think that in the upcoming years or year VARs can do to help their their customers understand what's going on and navigate them through these challenges and, you know, set those realistic expectations.
1: Communication is key.
0: um, Right. (laughs) And and planning.
1: And so what we're asking all of our partners really to do is to sit down with your end customer and plan, Mm -hmm. Um, make sure that they understand. And I think everyone understands um, if you watch the, the news, your local news, you're hearing about supply chain constraints, right? It's, a, it's touching every product in, in our lives. It's not just IT product um, that is struggling. And so help them understand the more they uh, give a forecast, the more planning they do, the better off they're going to be. And then the reseller can communicate back to their distributor and the supplier. And if they have a PO in hand, Uh, we can work with them and work with the supplier to get the products they need. So it really is about planning and forecasting and communication.
0: Agreed. Yeah, and I think everyone has kind of different opinions on how long we're going to be facing these challenges. Some say that, you know, mid-year 2022, we should be back to normal. Some are saying this will last into 2023 and maybe even beyond. So, um, you know, in your opinion and your, you know, background and expertise um, how long do you expect our channel to be dealing with these challenges so that's a a a tough question
1: Um, and i wish i had a crystal ball so that i could (laughs) could answer better Um, but we take lead from our suppliers and so what we're hearing from the suppliers is that we'll see some things get better and then other things push out and so we're looking probably at mid um, 2022
0: or the end of 2022, just depending on the product set. Mm-hmm. For sure, and as you mentioned, it's not just affecting the IT industry or the the retail tech industry. So, you know, retailers, restaurants, they're having um, trouble getting product on the shelves. They're having trouble getting you know key ingredients for their menus. So, how do you think that this is going to affect the retail and hospitality industry as a whole?
1: So I think people are having to get creative um, and, and I think you're seeing um, a lot of folks that, that are really um, smart business people and they are reinventing themselves and they're, they're coming out with solutions that none of us would have ever expected, right? So um, I think people are working really hard to try to stay in business and keep their customers loyal and in coming into their retail establishments. But I do think, um, you know, we're starting to see, uh, definitely more Mm self-service and mobile products play into the retail and hospitality and grocery, um, spaces. Now you've got labor shortages Mm -hmm. on top of, uh, supply chain issues. And so, um, I think the consumer is all about, they're okay now with, uh, self-service. Um, and if you go into a restaurant, you can order on a kiosk or you go into a grocery store, you can use a self-checkout. Um, mm-hmm. so I think you're going to see that continue to grow, um, and develop more over the next probably six months to a year.
0: Absolutely. It seems like there's shortages in everything <laughs> right now. Um, So, do you see in response to that the demand for self service technologies or maybe um, mobile technologies and restaurants or ordering everything on your phone and not having to have that, you know, classic like waiter communication? Um, Do you see that demand growing? We do. Um,
1: We have seen
0: um, high demand all through um, 2021
1: and um, it's been exciting to watch. You know, I think these are all products that we have been working with um, for many years. And uh, I think COVID just kind of accelerated where the world was going. And so, uh, you know, self-service has not been around. It's been around forever. And (laughs) now it's just, it's become the norm of how we we go to business and do business. And so I do see it continuing to grow into 2022. Um, I think there's still lots of opportunity and lots of exciting things new, um, um, I guess, new solutions are being developed every day, you know, for whether it be for um, you going in and get your car serviced, your tires changed, you know, uh, to going into a grocery store and um, you're seeing um, someone doing the shopping for someone else and, you know, using a mobile device and then it goes, it's put into a locker and someone goes and picks it up. So it's just amazing to me to see the technology that we sell every day now really the focal point
0: of um, day-to-day consumer lives. Absolutely. I think we're in the same position. Um, As you mentioned, self-service, mobile ordering, none of it's new and STAR has been offering solutions for that for a long time. And I guess all we needed was a pandemic to (laughs) start accelerating um, the use of that technology, which is now really becoming the norm and I think will continue to be going forward. So. I definitely wanna continue this conversation, but we're just gonna take a really quick break to talk about Star Migronics Cash Drawers. Star Micronics definitely knows how to do printers, but did you know that we offer cash drawers as well? Star's three series of cash drawers, the Value Line, Choice Line, and Max Line, include features that set them apart from the competition. With reinforced tops for extra strength, premium hinge keys, secured dual drawer cables, and more, you can find a cash drawer with Star that fits both your budget and your needs. Think outside the box with Star Cash Drawers and learn more today at StarMicronics.com. So Brenda, you mentioned that, you know, demand is higher than ever in pretty much every industry, not just ours, um, but in retail and hospitality, especially. Um, and there's just that issue of getting the technology right now that they need to um, accelerate their business. So how is Scansource specifically responding to, um, I guess, this kind of crisis of supply chain issues?
1: So um, we work closely with each supplier, right? To understand where the product is being manufactured. How long is it taking to get into, you know, um, our, our distribution center? And we work closely with them on lead times. And um, then we actually are um, forecasting further out than we've ever uh, forecasted. So we're working with that supplier to go ahead and get our orders placed. And, and in some cases we're ordering six months out and maybe even further than that, depending on the supplier lead times. Um, mm-hmm. so we are trying to be that buffer, um, for our partners. Um, we're stocking more inventory now and we have more on order with our suppliers in order to buffer those lead times. And so, um, we are doing a phenomenal job at making sure that, um, We are keeping our teams updated. Um, Sometimes it may not be the answer that the reseller wants or the end user wants, but we're being open and honest with them about what we're seeing and what we're experiencing.
0: Yeah, that honesty is definitely important. So I think everyone is kind of, in the mindset right now that things are getting back to normal. We're getting past the COVID pandemic and the fact that, you know, we can go out in some areas without wearing a mask and retail stores are open and restaurants um, have listed, lifted their capacity regulations. Um, but I, you know, things are clearly not normal, if you will. Um, so how is skin source helping their customers kind of navigate the aftermath and the effects of COVID? Um, in their high demand and reopening? So um,
1: we're doing a lot of education around um, to our, with our partners. And we had a program this past year and we'll continue it into 2022 um, Discover Opportunity. And Mm -hmm. basically we have um, our technical teams and our technical experts looking at what's happening in the marketplace. And we're kind of giving guidance as to what's changing in the market and you know, like in the retail industry or the grocery or healthcare, um, we're trying to give them some opportunities to go talk to their end users about what what is the technology that they can sell. And it may cross over. I mean, everything has to have a wireless you know, connection, a maybe security camera these days, if you're a hospitality uh, uh, restaurant, a quick service restaurant and you're doing curbside uh, pick up, you might need that security camera now to watch your, uh, your employees as they go out to the parking lot. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are happening that we're trying to be the thought leader and give that education to the partners. And that's been extremely helpful um, this year. We're also creating solutions um, for the partners, whether it be, um, you know, including the software, the technical configurations, and the product we're trying to make sure that the partners have a way to deliver a complete solution um, to the end user
0: right so we talked about um you know the self-service and mobile ordering but what are some other key markets that ScanSource plans to focus on in the upcoming year and where do you see the most potential for growth
1: so you know um
0: good question
1: um, but as we see continue to see Um, you know, all of um, the digitalization happening in in our marketplace. Um, There's lots of opportunity um, for us to um, branch out into um, new verticals that we're not focused on today. And and as everything starts to move to the cloud, right, it's that reoccurring revenue opportunity. And so we have our, um, we have a SaaS offering, we have a reoccurring um, special team that can help our partners guide them through the transformation. Um, I think those are areas that we'll be focusing on. Um, but e commerce has changed the way um, that we uh, do business uh, today. And so we'll continue to see, I think, e commerce um, drive more around a distribution facility, and we'll be prepared with the offerings in that. Um, DC space to be able to offer a complete solution.
0: Great. And I I mentioned um, earlier that ScanSource has acquired PLS Portal. They're now a division of ScanSource. Um, Do you have any insight into how all of these issues and COVID has affected them? Has it kind of been in line with the same thing that ScanSource is seeing? Or is it slightly different because they might have a slight differentiation of customers that they tend to? So um, I think we've seen the same things, right?
1: Um, You know, in April and May of 2020, that's really when um, we saw a a major slowdown, right? And that was really when the country was shut down. Mm -hmm. And so um, POS Portal works, uh, our, you know, payment division works closely with um, hospitality and, um, the hospitality market. And so they really saw the slowdown that we did. Um, but it started really picking up, um, you know, into, um, late into 2020 and then in 2021, as everything started to open back up, um, their business started to, to come back as well. Um, you know, that whole contactless payment offering is changing, um, A lot in in that space, and so we're just trying to make sure that we can stay um, in front of it, and we can make sure that we're offering um, the best possible solution to the to the partners and the end users.
0: Absolutely. So, Brenda, what would you say sets ScanSource apart or differentiates you guys in the channel? I would say it's our team, our people, our people at ScanSource um, um, are.
1: Phenomenal! I think they're probably the best that are in the industry and um, they actually have really, really strong relationships. And so, you know, when tough times happen, it's really about relationships and how we communicate with each other and how we lift each other up and get out of the, the tough times. And I've been really proud of our teams uh, being able to to hang in there through 2020 and really uh, accomplish a lot of growth in 2021. And Mm -hmm. so our teams are what makes a difference for our partners on a daily basis.
0: Absolutely. And just to wrap things up, um, what would you say makes ScanSource a rising star? And are there any rising trends that you think the channel needs to be paying attention to for the upcoming year?
1: So um, I'll have to go back to um, our people is what makes us a rising star. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, contributes, um, to the day-to-day success that we have, um, our distribution center never closed down during COVID. Um, we continue to ship product. We continue to, uh, have our doors open and, um, our sales reps stay continually on the phone with, uh, their customers. So people, um, I think is what helps ScanSource be that rising star. If I look at, um, the trends that are going to happen in the marketplace, I really think e-commerce is going to play a strong um, part in the 2022 self-service will continue to uh, play a big part in what we do um, across multiple industries, whether you're in retail, you're in even healthcare, right? We're seeing that self-service hospitality, whether it be in the hotel, Um, You're seeing that self-service kiosk really supports the consumer at this point. So I still think that um, the um, self-service offerings will be a big play for
0: us in 2022. Absolutely. Well, Brenda, thank you so much for the time today and your insight. If any of our listeners want to connect with you further or learn more about ScanSource, where can they find you? They can find
1: me um, at my email address is brenda.mccurry at scansource.com.
0: And I would love to talk to anyone about any opportunity or any questions. Great. And we'll make sure to include that in the episode notes. For Star Micronics, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or YouTube. And you can find us at starmicronics.com. Make sure to subscribe or follow the Rising Stars podcast to get new episode notifications every time one comes out. Thanks, Brenda. Thank you.